The show starts in one minute. Please remember to replace the speaker on the post when you leave the theater. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to episode 65, can you believe it, of Saturday Matinee Theater, brought to you by your friends at the Long Box Crusade. We are back in Gotham City in our recording studio set up in one of the many unused rooms in stately Wayne Manor. I am your host, Jared Albrecht, the yard sale artist. Joining me, as always, is the Robin to my Batman, is Pat Sampson, a.k.a. DJ Cristados. How are we feeling today, boy wonder Cristados? Well, Jared, let me tell you, I'm kind of out of breath but I don't know if it's because my doctor has prescribed me some smokes, you know, being a boy wonder. I'm like, <laughs> mm-hmm. am I, are you sure you want me? Am I old enough to have these? It's hard. To Is say. it okay? I, I wasn't sure. But you know, most doctors will prescribe you some smokes. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, <laughs> but what I found out is later on me and Batman, you know, we got in a fight. Remember when we got in that fight with those gangsters? Mm. I was getting my butt whooped. Yeah. I was out of breath. All right. Yeah. We'll have to figure that one out. Also joining us is the laziest Alfred Pennyworth of all time is my brother Jason the Weasel Skull. Albrecht, how are we today, Jason? Man, I'm telling you, I'm getting concerned. I'm about ready to call CPS. Robin's just been walking around, drooling on himself, just, you know, moaning and groaning. I think he might have a concussion. (laughs) I mean, maybe. I, I think maybe Bruce Wayne needs to think twice about bringing a 14 year old boy into a a fist fight with a bunch of men or he's a 40 year old man. No, <laughs> bottom, nobody should be taking a pound into the head like that. Uh, things have got to change. That's it. Yeah. So, yes. I'm about to call him. <laughs> you have one of these cigarettes here. Just take it. Take that edge off. It'll take that edge off. You know? <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry. I only smoke camels. Doctor's orders. <laughs> we'll get to it folks. We also have with us the most incorruptible lawman of the city. It's Commissioner Delvin, the Dark Web Williams. How do you do, Commissioner? I'm pretty good. And just to let you guys know, in order to save the city and you know make sure that it is not evil, I'm prepared to blow this son of a, you know what, up. I'm, pre- I'm prepared to blow it up. The whole thing. I'll do it. Mm. The most dangerous animals, when they're cornered, man, <laughs> get cornered and start setting charges. That, that, that's true. That's true. Boom. That, that's right. That, that's just a test. Oh, you scared me. <laughs> I, I didn't actually blow it. In the case of an actual emergency, though, that, that would have been a bomb. I would blow it up. All right. So there you have it, folks. There's a lot going on tonight. So let's get to it. Pat, would you be so kind as to give a show description in case we have some new listeners? This is your first time with us here to Gotham. And well, if it is, welcome. Well, Jared, I'm glad you asked. And let me tell you about Saturday Matinee Theater. It's a retro review show brought to you by the Longbox Crusade, where we'll be taking you back to the past with some potentially overlooked retro awesomeness in the realm of television, movie serials, or films. Basically, if it's vintage and it's kind of forgotten, we're going to dig it up. On this episode, we'll continue our dive into 1943's Batman serial. 1943's Batman serial was produced by Rudolph C. Flortho, it starred Lewis Wilson as Batman and Douglas Croft as Robin. So grab your batarang, fire up the Batmobile, and swing into adventure. But don't forget to make sure you pack that lunch basket full of refreshments. Mm. Tasty sandwiches. Sounds good. <laughs> 
Okay, before we hand it over to Delvin for this episode's info, let's take a look, or in this case, a listen to a commercial that would have been playing at the time this episode was released back in 1943. This will help us get into the right time frame of mind, if you will, and transport us back to the 40s. For this episode's commercial retro rewind, we have Camel Cigarettes. You know, if you were to follow a busy doctor as he makes his daily round of calls, you'd find yourself having a mighty busy time keeping up with him. Time out for many men of medicine usually means just long enough to enjoy a cigarette. And because they know what a pleasure it is to smoke a mild, good-tasting cigarette, they're particular about the brand they choose. In a repeated national survey, doctors in all branches of medicine, doctors in all parts of the country were asked, what cigarette do you smoke, doctor? Once again, the brand named most was Camel. Yes, according to this repeated nationwide survey, more doctors smoke camels than any other cigarette. Why not change to camels for the next 30 days and see what a difference it makes in your smoking enjoyment? See how camels agree with your throat. See how mild and good tasting a cigarette can be. Jason, <laughs> I would like to hear your... Th- <coughs> Hang on. <coughs> your- Excuse me. I'd like to hear your thought on the cigarettes commercial. <laughs> well, it was a different time, wasn't it, fellas? <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> I don't know where to start either. Just <laughs> where you start on this? Like, they had to know, right? I mean, they were doctors, right? It, it, okay. Let's put it this way. I don't trust my doctor says anymore. I'm not a word that comes out of his mouth. You know, I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm I'm a doctor. I know better. Yeah. The doctors in the forties were prescribing people camels, not just cigarettes, camels. And then at the end, there's this good looking woman that's also puffing away. (laughs) That's right. That's right. A little, mm -hmm, a little innuendo there. So I was like, holy cow, this, uh, it's just a different time. I'll leave it at that. It's a different time. <laughs> Delvin, pick up the ball and run with it. I have something that may or may not blow your mind that I thought about this commercial. They're clever. They were super clever. I thought going into that commercial that doctors were going to use their medical opinion to recommend camel cigarettes. That is not what happened. They asked doctors what cigarettes do they prefer to smoke and the doctors said camel cigarettes they never use their medical opinion whatsoever in that commercial and when i saw it i'm like that is that is devious it's all in you that was so devious i was like oh my goodness that is all oh wow just wow, because I thought that, you know, doctors were going to give their medical opinion, but they didn't. They never once gave their medical opinion. They simply said that I, as a doctor, I, I that if I am going to smoke a cigarette, I am going to smoke a camel cigarette. Didn't say anything about health value or anything, but they put their wide on the screen that I, these doctors just prefer these cigarettes. It was so deviously done. Just Crazy. It goes even deeper Crazy. than that, though, because, you know, this is the 1940s, so all the doctors are men, right? So it's like, okay, women that are watching this, we got the men, 
But uh, this and like then threw the pretty lady at the end of <laughs> yeah. it too. Yeah, just ooh, that was a rather sinister piece of advertisement, Jared. All right, let's hear from Pat. He's the only one of us that's a former smoker, so his opinion on these camels is going to be paramount. What do you got, Pat? Well, you know, as someone who who did dabble in this uh, back then, I, I think Delvin put a better take on it because my, my thought was going, "Hey, this doctor's saying it's okay to do this," and this I prefer some camels and all that. I was like, "Whoa, this is very weird," and to see, but you know, then I had to put myself back in the time. That's what they did. You know, and, and there's, you know, people smoking in the office, people doing everything they, they did. I was just really taken back by um, them just saying, you know, hey, if you're going to smoke, take it from me. I'm smoking the Campbell's because it's better quality. You know, OK, I can dig that, you know, but interesting. Uh, you know, I guess and, you know, being a, a former smoker, I dabbled for a while, had a partially collapsed lung. Yeah, yeah, I stopped. You know, medically, it's probably not good for you. <laughs> The evidence is in, folks. Pat says don't don't do it. But Doctor, were you Jared a Marlboro says, man, or did you did you smoke the can? I, I was the Marlboro Mar- Mar- guy. I like the okay. Marlboros, yeah, mint, you know, or Cools, you know. But anyway, it's, it's not about what I smoked. You know, you guys know me. I like my pipes and I like my stuff. So yeah, you 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 moved on to other imports and exports, more sophisticated. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. But no heroin. <laughs> no heroin. He's got, he's got his lungs. <laughs> but I guess that's really where the, the smoking hot babe came from, was from this commercial. That girl's smoking hot. Smoking and hot. she was smoking. <laughs> and pretty attractive. Man. Oh, man. Times have changed. All right. But like the script says, now that we're in our 1940s mindset, so if, <laughs> light up, smoke if you got them, boys. Here's... <laughs> Delvin with the episode info. Jared, you got to take smaller puffs, my friend. I'm not you know doing good. <laughs> it, it's okay. Uh, while Jared's recovering, I will read episode info. Chapter 8 was titled Lured by Radium. It was released September 3rd, 1943. The director was Lambert Hillier with writers Victor McLeod, Leslie Swabacker, and Harry L. Frazier. With guest stars J. Carol Nash as Dr. Tito Daka, William Austin as Alfred, and Charles Middleton as Ken Colton. As a reminder, all 15 episodes are available on YouTube. We highly encourage you to watch this episode before proceeding with this podcast because not only is it just more fun that way, but Jared is about to give a synopsis about this episode and then we're going to discuss it. So there are probably some spoilers heading your way. If you haven't watched this episode, we recommend you pause here, go check it out on YouTube, and then come back to join our discussion. And at about 20 minutes per episode, not really that big of a time demand. For those of you who are watching along with us, we would love to hear your insights. Don't forget to comment about the show on Twitter using the hashtag, I'm following Batman. Jared, are you okay? Are you you ready? (laughs) Hashtag, I'm following Batman. Oh, we're working on it. Uh, Jason. Hashtag, I'm following Batman. See, Jason can handle it like a pro. Pat? Hashtag, I'm following Batman. And hold on. (sighs) Refreshing. Hashtag, I'm following Batman. And with that, let's turn it over to Jared for the episode summary.
When last we saw Batman, he fell down an elevator shaft, or I think he was actually thrown down, and an elevator was on its way down to crush him. Luckily, the boy, Wonder, comes to in time to cut the power to the elevator. It's quick thinking. Meanwhile, Linda is still concerned about her uncle Martin and is convinced that Ken Colton's disappearance is connected to her uncle. Linda convinces Bruce and Dick to go with her to Colton's radium mine. Meanwhile, Colton does his best to resist the tortures of Dr. Daka, but he finally succumbs and reveals the location of his mine. So Daka's goons load Colton and six other grown men into their car and head to the mine, stopping only to be a-holes to a Native American gas station owner along the way. But crafty Ken Colton dupes his captors and flees into the mines. And oh, by the way, he has a secret passage he uses to get back to his cabin where he finds Linda and Alfred since Bruce and Dick have headed into the caves. There's a lot going on trying to keep up. As Batman and Robin, they confront four of the six goons as Colton rigs the mines to blow. Two of the goons have gone back to check in the cabin and they knock out Alfred Anyway, everybody except unconscious Alfred ends up in a big fist fight down in the mines and the plunger is accidentally pressed. Who lived, who died? Find out next episode. <laughs> Good summary, though. <sighs> Thanks, man. There's a lot going on. <laughs> This was a particularly good episode of The Adventures of Ken Colton featuring Batman. <laughs> okay, let's get into the highs and the lows of this episode. And the honor of kickoff, this episode goes to Pistol Packin' Pat. Woohoo! Two guns smoking. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, as you said it before, you know, this episode was all about Colton. So uh, Colton is the man of action in this one. Definitely. And I liked it. There was a lot going on in this one that took me by surprise because it wasn't just your normal episodes that we've kind of seen where it's little story development, action, 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 something, something, and then action again, and then suspense. This was more some character moments here. So I really liked what was going on. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Over to you, Jason. There was a lot of action in in the um, episode. Kind of started with a recap of the fight and, sh and seeing Batman get thrown down into the elevator shaft there. Fairly decent, good resolution of the cliffhanger. And then there was also that big fight back in the tunnels, which I thought was pretty good. I mean, they were brawling, man. They were straight brawling. We were talking like Spartans at the hot gates there for a while. Just They were just throwing haymakers and just bouncing people off of rock faces. It was just crazy. So a couple good good action scenes. So I'll I'll start with a high for the action in this one. I will add whap 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 whap. And like they didn't take an immediate. <laughs> like, no, the, the gangsters were like you know they had like plus ten to their armor or something. <laughs> I mean, once again, Batman and Robin struggled more than they probably should, but they didn't take an immediate. <laughs> Delvin. Yeah, they weren't quite Beatman or Batman like I coined them last. <laughs> Batman, I, uh, you you yeah. hosted that episode four because I was yeah. gone, but I, I laughed yeah. heartily at, at Beatman and Batman. <laughs> that was excellent. Yeah, not quite. Uh, I, I'll give me some a little bit of leeway. One one's kind of a what the, and one is a high. The what the very quickly. I didn't quite buy that Robin saved Batman because I wouldn't... How did Robin even know that he was down the elevator shaft? He was knocked out cold. And I saw that and was like, mm, 
okay. <laughs> All right, sure. I, and also, I didn't quite understand why the goons needed to leave in a hurry. They could have actually waited until they heard crunch, crunch, crunch. Oh, yep, he did. <laughs> it left. Nah, 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 nah. Leave. <laughs> that cat gone. <laughs> he would have been Batman for real then, because he would have been flat as a pancake. The the very quick high is I definitely like the storytelling in this one, how they all wound up at the mine. They all did have a reason to be there. And then it was like what some people were at the house and some people were at the mine. And then the decision was already made to blow up the mine, but it was made like without knowing that there were still like good guys at the radio mine. So that was pretty cool. I like it because, you know, they all have reasons to want that radium or want it gone. So they all had a reason to be there in one place and one time. That was very well constructed. Well, as we get ready to reload and go through our second round, I will do my usual ad of something that I loved. And I tell you what I can't get enough of in this series, period. We've seen it once before with Alfred, and then we got to see it. I think we've seen it once before with Linda. We got to see it again. I just love it when Bruce and Bruce and Dick clearly enjoy being a-holes to other people. <laughs> like They're like, you know how like in the comics, like he's like, as Bruce Wayne, I have to pretend to be kind of aloof and a jerk sometimes. <laughs> but like they are completely into, they're like ribbing each other. Like, oh, 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 oh Linda, you dumb girl. <laughs> You'll never guess who we are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like. Yeah, we we could go save your uncle, but also we're rich. We don't care. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. I was like, they clearly enjoy it a little too much. That's that's what I took away from it. I thought it was an innuendo too. And he's like, I need to pack the trailer. And she's like, Oh yeah, you need to pack this trailer. <laughs> like, what, what kind of cereal is this? <laughs> I mean, I'd watch it, but. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's go around the horn again, which means we're back to Pat. But you know, I think you guys have kind of said it all. It this was again an interesting episode to me that I was surprised on it, and but I was really brought into it. I guess I had to one what the is when Batman fell, you could see that he hit the ground. It's like whack, like wouldn't you be knocked out <laughs> or, or something? You know, I grab me. But that dummy hit hard. Yeah. I was like. <laughs> the way the leg lo- went, it yeah, looked like, like he broke his leg, you know? Yeah. I was like, really? And face two, face down on it. I was like, that had to be. It's really rude. Face down, bats up. <laughs> that's that's oh, wait, never mind. Like, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is interesting. I just like the character moments in here. I have to say it again. So. All right. Just a good overall vibe from Pat. Pat, I'm so disappointed. You usually have like nine things in your notebook. <laughs> well, I do have bats fights. If you oh, want okay. me to go into okay. bat fights, we can go into that yeah, real do quick. Bat fights. Let's do bat fights. Yeah. Okay. Well, of course, as we see in the beginning again, we have bat fights. Batman fights the gangsters. <laughs> Loses. Loses. Batman fights the elevator. <laughs> kind of makes it up. Yeah. Made it up. Batman fights the fall. <laughs> Ow, my leg. <laughs> fights Batman gravity. fights gangsters in a cave. It's like his home turf. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. He was in a cave or <laughs> interesting. And then Batman fights Dynamite Explosion. What, 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 really? What, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah, there's some good fisticuffs in this one. Over to you, Jason. Yeah, I suppose the other high is Colton. Colton is, um, 
he's just a little bit crazy and crazy enough to be interesting. This guy, he holds his own at least as well as Batman and Robin. And, you know, to me, it says it all when he just whips out that thing. Like, okay, number one, like you just have this dynamite lying around in your your house. But okay, uh, I get it. You're a miner, but maybe uh, store that a little safer, you know. But uh, he has he breaks out the dynamite. He says, I'm going to blow this son of a gun up before I let anybody else take it over. And uh, he means it. And that's what leads us to this uh, thrilling uh, cliffhanger here at the end. So, yeah, Colton's interesting cat, man. Interesting cat, man of action. And uh, I like him. He resisted the dock of torture early in the episode. Right yeah. up until he got the zombie helmet put on. And then he was like, all right, all right. <laughs> Which I guess, yeah, I I guess that is kind of a what the, that I had. Like, he resisted the torture still, and he just like, it just really hurt. I don't want to do it again. But he didn't get turned into a zombie like yeah. everybody else, which I thought was interesting. And, and I thought, wouldn't it be in Daka's best interest to just zombify him? Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Or maybe he, once he's zombified, will he be able to remember how to get to the mine? That could be the hard thing. That would have been my thought, that he would not have remembered how to get to the mine. Mm. Uh-huh. So he wanted to give him a, an opportunity to that. I, I was I was willing to accept yeah. that. That's that's what I'm thinking. Anyway, Dolphin, it's your your mic. Drop it like it's hot. I'm actually kind of done. I do agree with Jason. Uh, what he said, Colton to me is the star of the <laughs> the whole series right now. He's the one that's out there, you know, kicking butt. And Daka wants the radium more than anything else. Batman doesn't have the radium. Colton does. And Colton's willing to kick butt and take names for it. So, like, <laughs> maybe they should just change the name from Batman to Colton. No, 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 Colton. Colton. Yeah. I'm just saying. It's, All right. Change it. Batman just has some really big redeeming arc where he comes across as, you know, a bad. I'm rooting for him. I am. But right now, they just kind of seem like cogs in the wheel but the main wheel seems to be colton all right i have two questions about this episode and one observation so basically i'm pat here at the end but my question number one do you think they could have fit any more dudes into that car on the ride to the mine (laughs) (laughs) and i'm amazed like those were all like lackey henchmen dudes and they still looked relatively comfortable (laughs) They had elbow room and everything. I'm like, man, where are those cars now? And then you got Colton kind of just hanging out there. Yeah, you got to take a right coming up here, go to the house, and but the left, you got to you know, take it to okay. the mine. And I'm glad you said that, Pat, because that leads me to question number two. It seemed like when Bruce, Dick, and Linda showed up to the Native American gas station, that dude actually said, Colton doesn't have a mine. It's just a series of caves. Yeah. And, then, yeah. and then he said something like, because Colton said, you go up here and make a left. And he's like, if you go to the right, it's just caves. Like maybe there's a mine and ca- I don't know. The Native American dude confused me when he went on that little spiel. I mean, I understand that you get like two bowls for five dollars. That part I got. The- that was very clear. <laughs> but the part I didn't get was like the. It was almost like they wanted to put a plot twist in there. Like Colton doesn't actually have a mine or something. Yeah, yeah. That's, like, that's what the Indian dude said, and I was just like, huh? He what, doesn't what? have gold anywhere in I there. Got, or is it I, just it's a- radium. I thought a radium mine, and then yeah. I don't know. All right. Whatever. I'm not going to get too hung up on it. But while I'm talking about the Native American dude, that's my other observation. Like, 
Apparently, I'm just mildly amused when people are just jerks in the show because the bad guy showed up and he's like, hey, we need some water. And he's like, <laughs> he was like, right. I got a whole bucket of water right here. Actually, he called him like, he called him like Geronimo. He called him Sitting Bull. Sitting and Bull. I'm like, oh, I'm yeah, like, I was like, you, you, like you guys are turds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so that, I, yeah. That part, like, I was like, I'm with you, Delvin. I was like, you guys are turds. And then, like, to put, like, it, it went from being like, oh, you guys are turds to almost funny because then he puts the water in and then he just <laughs> chucks the bucket back. Like, he doesn't put the bucket back where he got it. The, the guy like just chucks the bucket in the direction of where he got it from. And I was like, these guys are over the top turns. So yeah, I, I, I got a, a chuckle out of that. Not at the expense of the American guy, but just like how invested in being an a-hole that guy, that guy was. He was quite invested. <laughs> he was <laughs> all the way invested. Meanwhile, Bruce got two for five on some pottery. That's man. right. Yeah. He was nice as a guy. He got two for yeah. five. You know, that's the way it rolls. <laughs> with that, let's get into fun facts with Jared. I just got one for you this time around. This one I found kind of interesting in, in doing some research. So when these... Serials were first ported to home media. They were put on VHS in the 1980s. And what's kind of interesting is, you know how we had that sort of eye opening, like, oh, hey, that didn't age well, sort of anti-Japanese sentiment. There's especially some key phrases in like the first episode. When they were released on VHS in the 80s, they were redubbed and those lines were taken out or softened. And what's kind of lost to time and is interesting about it is it's unclear who did it because what had happened was Sony had bought the rights. So all of those tapes were going to Japan. So it's unclear whether on the American end, they cleaned it up before they sent it to their new bosses (laughs) over in Japan, or if the Japanese end of it got them and said, no, we're not having this. And they're the ones that haven't cleaned up. It's kind of lost to time over who did it. And I read an interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, it kind of, and it gets more interesting, Don, because at the time it was kind of like a thing. Like people were discussing. I read this thing that a guy had written. He was concerned that it was Sony who had like redone them because he was like, his big concern was, are they going to take a masterpiece classic movie? He specifically mentioned Bridge on the River Kwai. He's like, are they going to remaster that to where it's like a helpful construction project between two teams? (laughs) Because if you've ever seen it, it's about. Soldiers in a not or in a Japanese prison camp forced to build a bridge, <laughs> like they forced these prisoners to build a bridge. So he's like, "Are okay. we gonna, are we gonna kind of gloss over history to make the Japanese look better now that they own, you know, the market?" That was like a legitimate concern back in the eighties, pre Twitter. Even <laughs> it was still like a legitimate concern. And and British I thought, officers will not work. <laughs> Is that your Alec Guinness? <laughs> this wasn't bad. Um, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I just I kind of went down this rabbit hole of this kind of being this touch point thing in the 80s when they first put them on VHS. Again, they were sort of cleaned up, sanitized, and they still don't know. I honestly think in retrospect, I think the guy who art, whose article I read, yeah, he was probably overreacting. No, they're not going to remaster Bridge Require <laughs> to make themselves look better. I honestly think they were probably sanitized on the U.S. side before they were sent over there. But who knows? It's a just an interesting thing. And so when they re-released them on DVD, they said, we're going to re-release them in their original form. That's why we get them in the raw, raw version. You know, sometimes, you know, even the dark parts of history need to be confronted. So that's why they are the way they are. Although there's some more interesting noids there and that there's apparently some footage missing a couple minutes here and there from a couple episodes on the DVDs, which appear on the VHSs. 
So they're like, why is there missing footage from something that we have on another <laughs> format? So the whole history of these on home video bizarre. And that's your fun fact for this episode. <laughs> that's interesting. That really is. I thought so. I, I mean, I went down this rabbit hole, guys. I was <laughs> I, I found a little nugget and I just kept scratching and scratching and thinking. And uh, it was just kind of wild. But my ultimately, based off of what I read, my theory, I can't back this up with paperwork, is that they were sanitized on the American side on VHS before. Because, you know, Sony buys your company, you want everybody to get along, you know, you know. And with that, let's get into the Batarang ratings. For this episode, five Batarangs means you loved it. Four means you thought it was very good. Three, it was good. Two, is just okay. One, I did not like it. Let's do some Batarangs. Let's start with Delvin. Last episode, I was almost ready to give it a two, and I was at like that lowest level of three. And now I, I'm I'm at least satisfied enough to keep it at a three, like leaning more towards that four. You know what I'm saying? I hope that the action. Yeah, I, I, I you know, we, we don't do halvesies. So uh, I'm, I'm now at least at that solid three level, and I would love to give the next episode of four or five. So I'm hoping that it comes with it. Fair enough, Pat. I am going to give it a three. I thought it was moved the story along pretty well for me. Got my interest. All right, Jason. I'm going to go with a four. I I like this one quite a bit. I like they got outside into the caves. I like Colton's house with the secret passages. I liked the interaction between Bruce and Dick with Linda, I thought that was pretty, pretty charming and, and funny. They, they love it. Oh, they do. You know, I do have like, wouldn't they be sporting all kinds of bruises after those whoopings that are taken? But, you know, we'll, we'll set that aside. Yeah. Man, man's completely got dropped down an elevator. <laughs> exactly. Like, At like, a minimum, if she shook his hand, it'd be like, ah, ah, his shoulder, ah. He walks Why are you missing two front up? teeth? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Sorry, Pat. What'd you say? Oh, uh, just to uh, say they walk in later on with the meat and Linda, and he's all, you know, cleaned up, got a yeah, suit on, and all I, that. I Maybe actually you just fell on a shaft. <laughs> I actually <laughs> thought he was like, I'm like, it's a handsome dude. <laughs> you don't see him, you know, a lot in just like a close up of Bruce Wayne and the suit and all that. But like you said, Pat, he was all cleaned up and looking sharp. I was like, yeah, Lewis Wilson's a handsome cat. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of thought too. The last uh, little thought I had was I like the trailer idea. It's like, yeah, we got to pack up the trailer because obviously he's carrying like his gear and stuff in there. It's like a little mobile bat cave he's got. And I was like, that's kind of clever. So it, it yeah. completely won Linda over. She was like, oh right, yes, I forgot we have to. Pack the trailer. <laughs> the trailer. The tra- of course, the trailer. Course. Why not the trailer? <laughs> so anyway, four for me. You know, Jason, I'm going to join you on the four, and I'm going to give it the four. Pretty much based off of how invested I was in it. Like, it had so much moving it so fast. I was very invested in the whole thing uh, from beginning to end. It just, it kind of flew by. Like, that's, that's kind of how I'm scoring them now. Like, <laughs> like if it goes by real fast because so much happened, it gets a good score. If I'm, like, clearly padded episode, <laughs> it starts dropping for me. And this one felt brisk. So I, I will join you. With it. Yeah. It almost had, like, that send in the clowns. I do it, you know. I could. You could. You imagine me. You, imagine me, fellas, because this is real. Sitting on my couch, like I watch it, and the way I do it is like when a scene ends or or there's something significant, I pause and then I add to my synopsis. Pause. All right. 
short version of what just happened. So I'm like, okay, so then the two goons left, and now there's four goons. And, like, there's math on my notes. <laughs> there's arrows, caves, uh, secret passageway <laughs> to, the, to the house. Alfred was here. Nope, he's knocked out. <laughs> like, it was so much to keep up with. It was crazy. <laughs> what is the combination to the trailer, too, that they had to unlock it? I don't know. I don't One, know. two, <laughs> three, <laughs> four, five, five. <laughs> Did they get changed in the trailer? That's what There's like a little that. door. Mm. I don't know. Or yeah, I, was outside. I want to take a peek inside that trailer, see what all's mm. in there. Mm. I did like Alfred, like trying to play it off after he runs into those two guys on the trail. <laughs> Doctor says, I got to be out walking every day. <laughs> you start walking this way. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's get into the Gotham City mailbag, and we're thrilled to kick these comments off. A special shout outs to our Crusaders Club members, the fine folks who have joined our crusade. They enjoy early access to special long box episodes. They get to vote on show content. They get free raffle entries when we do our YouTube stuff and so much more. These are the folks reaping the benefits and giving much appreciated support to the show. And Helica Wolf. Auburn Elvis. Bill Beer. Blast it. Horstash. Braxton Underwood. Captain Entropy. Clinton Robinson, Dave Collins, the Battle Wagon, Gerald Green, Jason Keen, Jeremy L, Jim Jarman, Jim Jarman, Jim Jarman, Jim Jarman. I hope you like Jim Jarman too. Joe Thomas, John Watson, Josh Strickland, Candace Ward, Kathy Bright, MVP, Mark Ross, Monstrous Mark Hatherley, Maxwell Traver, Michael Wagner. Miranda W. P.D. Devon. Paul Hicks. Rick. Jeff and Rick present. Rob Morgan. Ross Michaud. Ryan Daly. Samantha Maney. Sean Urbanski. Spidey67. Steve Cronin. Tim Price. Tony Pennington. And Toronto Cop. If we miss anyone unless we apologize, please keep in mind that we record these episodes well in advance of release. So if you're a recent addition, we'll add you soon. No worries. You can let us know we missed you by sending an email to contact at longboxcrusade.com. We'll straighten it out. You might be asking yourself, how do I become a Crusaders Club member? It's pretty easy. Go to patreon.com slash longboxcrusade. $1 a month gets you access. 75% of the access, I think. 75, 80% access. No, Jerry. No, no. Not a, Go no for it, Pat. That, that's your line. Jared, believe it or not, you are going to get all the access. I am talking all the access. This is more access than Colton gets. <laughs> for a dollar a month. One dollar a month. Can you yeah. believe it? Oh, you know what? That reminds me, as we record this, by the time it comes out, our annual packages will probably be sent out for our $5 and $10 members. Because you know what? We do send quote-unquote birthday packages when people celebrate a year for at a 5 or $10 level. We send you some cool stuff. So that's one of the many benefits, you know? But hey, times can be tough. Sometimes you got to choose between Crusaders Club, putting gas in your car. <laughs> so if you uh, don't have any of that extra scratch laying around... You still want to help us out here at LBC headquarters, take a moment to write a review for Apple Podcasts, for the podcast, or, or wherever you're listening to it. We'd love to hear from you. Even if you know you just want to give it one of those star ratings, that's cool too. We we just like your feedback. All right. Now let's get to the shares, likes, and retweets from chapter seven, which was the phony doctor. We'll start with Trucker Talk. Alburn Elvis. Chris at BTO and Bad Books. Let it roll. Down the 
And get that energy up. <laughs> All right. And I guess I have to do my own beat for unpacking the power of the power pack is the power pack power can't stop. Can't stop. Sorry. Yeah, that works, dude. Days of High Adventure Podcast. Fan Film Fridays. Coffee and comics. Laurel Mountainflower, whose leave of absence paperwork has come in for Action Film Face-Off. And checking our records here, she still has not been to work in ever. Ah. In ever. (laughs) Did she file that paperwork herself by any chance? Uh, Hard to say. Why are you thinking about that? Kevin Reitzel. Tim Price. And Helica Fetty Wolf. Clinton Robinson. Rick Heineken. Siskoid. Green Lantern HG. So nice. Yeah, glad to see him. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. Ken Solo. Dr. G. It's, Hef- it's, it's probably supposed to be Jeff, and I think I missed oh. it. <laughs> the, the, car, the, like, the car says moves. I don't know. Did I say Hell Phillips? Health, Hef, Hef Phillips. Is it Jeff? I think it's Jeff. I think I missed the H is next to the J on the keyboard. Okay. Jeff Phillips. Jeff Boone. And that is a wrap on that. Uh, We didn't get any specific comments to Chapter 7, The Phony Doctor. So uh, don't forget, folks, if you want us to read your comments, we will definitely do that here on the show. There's lots of places you can put those comments. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Lots of places to comment. You know how else you can comment? You can leave us a voicemail at 707-532-5269. Chances are we will play it on the show. Once again, that is 707-532-LBOX. Pick up the phone. I'm not alone. All right, that's enough, Bag. You're creeping me on. Hey, this is Rick calling from upstairs, and I just wanted to leave a Batman joke. So why can't Bruce Wayne get a second date? He has that breath. Ah! That's it for this episode of Saturday Matinee Theater. If you'd like to hear more from us in the realm of comic books, action films, and more, check out the Long Box Crusade. Pat, where can they find that? Well, Jason, I'm glad you asked. You can find the Long Box Crusade on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and and most of the podcatchers that are out there. And we are also on YouTube over at www.longboxcrusade.com. We're also on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and again, YouTube, all at Lombox Crusade. Back to you, Jason. And if you want to hear us on our track through all the James Bond stuff, we got movies, we got soundtracks, we got books, we got comic books, great interviews. Check out on Her Majesty's Secret Podcast. Jared, where can they find that? It's a bit a while since I visited the studios. It's me, Christopher Walken, your part-time roommate. Just, I uh, appreciate you guys. Let me come. Let me go. And show my appreciation. I got you something. If you go outside the studios, out in the parking lot, that's your own blimp. LBC blimp. You guys can go fly around like some dumb ninja turtles or something. I don't care what you do with it. Enjoy your blimp. Uh, Chris, you never did tell him where to find out. <laughs> He's gone. All right, I'll do it. I'll do it. For at least we got a blimp out of it, guys. Yeah, let's do it from the blimp, I guess. <laughs> I guess it's going to be fun to, to ride around in, in this blimp. Anyways, yeah, um, Honor Majesty's Secret Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and most podcatchers. You can go to www.secretpodcast.podbean.com or check us out on Twitter at OHMSPod. So get your James Bond fix with us in those locations. 
Anybody else want to drop out? <laughs> it's a good one. I get it. And if you'd like to chat with us online, we can be found at Pat. Kick us off. Well, Jason, I'm glad you asked. You can find me on the Twitter at Christatos01. Delvin? Twitter, D-E-E underscore R-A-Y-1977. Jared? I am at Yard Sale Artist Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And you can check out my artwares at www.theyardsaleartist.com. And I'm also available for rent if you need Christopher Walken impressions. Well, people are be- going to be calling uh, 707-532-5269 for that, I'm sure. <laughs> Phones are going to be lighting up. going to be blowing up. Well, what's, right. what's the reversal pick up the phone? <laughs> <laughs> Call me up, pick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm f***ing up on my own editing. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jason. Finish this up. <laughs> and you can find me at Weasel Skull on Twitter or Jason Albrick on Facebook and Instagram. Well, thank you all for joining us for this episode of Saturday Matinee Theater. We'll see you next episode as we return to the, oh, did my eyes read this right? The final episode? Mm-hmm. Man. Oh, man. The good journey. times are coming to an end. Mm. Well, it's the last episode of our coverage of the 1954 Sherlock Holmes TV series for the case of the tyrant's daughter. The meetup location, 221B Baker Street, one last ride. Hmm. Hmm. Please remember to replace the speaker on the post when you leave the theater. talk about some some adventures of ken colton featuring <laughs> batman <laughs> he's merciless for, for real good ken grief colton ain't around let's talk about that. i'll blow this up <laughs> i'll kill everybody and, and he did <laughs> oh my goodness all right anybody need a break are we cranking crank all right you speak also you better shut that ice up that's fair. That's fair. I can't. <laughs> I can't argue with it. Sweet sour sauce all over my mouth. <laughs> what? Wait. What was that? Look, sir. Look, sir. Sir. She, he wants it his way. Come. Come on. Sauce. Sauce. Wrap. <laughs> are you? Are we done? Are Are we all done? Okay. Because here I go. What's that, Pat? We got to move again. First, it was Mongo. Yeah, we got to move for Sherwood Forest. Now we got to move again. I got to import export. This is the stocks at Sherwood Forest. Nobody can find us. Yeah, the internet's not great. But Pat, (laughs) there's a lot of land for planting things. Mm, (laughs) That's true. That is very true. All right.